When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Courtside with Christy and Gabe on the Her Hoop Stats Podcast Network. I am Christy Winter Scott, joined as always in person in this person. time by my guy, Gabe Ibrahim, and we are literally, physically, courtside our first in-person podcast literally courtside we're right here oh my god (laughs) looks like oh my gosh but yeah maryland has advanced to the sweet 16 and two really good rhythmic games for the chirps they played their best basketball of the year so far. I mean, I don't think there's any question about it. They looked so sharp defensively, which is not something that we've said that often about Maryland this year. And, I mean, today was just a vision. Their, their three best players, Ashley Owusu, Angel Reese, and Diamond Miller, had as many points as FGCU did combined. And don't get it twisted, FGCU's a very, very good basketball team. So, Christy, I mean, you know, you, you've watched this team so much this season. And we talked about this early in the year where – if it gets together, if they're healthy, if things start clicking, this is a championship-level team. And did you see that from them today? No question about it. I mean, we were in the press conference, and the head coach for Florida Gulf Coast, Carl Semesco, said as much. He mm-hmm. said this team being healthy and clicking the way that they have been clicking here in the tournament so far, this is a Final Four team. He said that. Yeah. So that's his observation from scouting and, and watching the game unfold. I mean, it was tied after the first mm-hmm. quarter, but then things started to get a little bit more loose in terms of Florida Gulf Coast and their turnovers, yeah. which they're not typically accustomed to doing. They were second best in assist turn, turnover ratio in the For country sure. this year with 2.1. And when you have that kind of efficiency, when things aren't going yeah. your way, you kind of feel it getting away from you. And that's what... Carl Semesco said, but he also said that they played an elite level yeah. of basketball on both sides of the of the court tonight. 
Well, you know, it was uh, Maryland, Maryland uh, stomped on the neck, right? It was, yeah. There was that time in the yeah. first half, and, and Coach Mesco brought this up to you, like, in, right at the end of the first half, Maryland kind of got some separation. Yeah. And, you know, you even saw Ashley Owusu, who is not, <laughs> right? Ashley Owusu is not a very emotional, no. outwardly emotional player. No. And she was out there yelling at people and, and talking. And mm -hmm. when you saw that, it kind of felt like, wow, this team is taking another step. This Maryland team is is really coming together right at the perfect time. Obviously, they would have rather had this all season, right? Yeah. But uh, I think that the way they played today was exactly what we thought they would be mm -hmm. throughout the year, and they, and they really brought that energy and that fire and the focus too, because yeah. that's been an issue with them. Is they they have gotten unfocused and they've you know made some silly mm -hmm. mistakes, mm -hmm. and we saw a couple of them today. But really, you know, they they were able to regroup from them and come back together. And I think Brenda Freeze did a great job. I think yeah. Angel Reese did a great job in that regard. Yeah. I think you know Diamond Miller really kept the engine going. So it's contributions from everywhere, and it just feels like. This is the Maryland team that can really push a team like Stanford who they may be playing in the next round. Right. I mean, when you have a team like Maryland who brings five players who average more than 10 points a game to the floor, you know what you're going to get offensively or you know what to mm -hmm. expect offensively. And I think that's what Diamond Miller said in the press conference. She said, we're expected to play this way. Mm -hmm. We're expected to bring this level of continuity, number one, but consistency, number two. Mm -hmm. And I think that's hard to do when you're not healthy all at the same time, which is what they have right now. So they have to carry this strong momentum moving forward in terms of their energy, their effort, and their focus. But I think the defense really won them this yes. game against Florida Gulf Coast. I mean, they did a tremendous job on the flare actions yeah. and they were working on that Florida Gulf Coast was because of the way Maryland switches. And in that first quarter, it was a little yeah. bit of a of a puzzle for Maryland to solve, mm -hmm. and they did that with uh, Kendall Spray going off for 17 in that first half, and then being held to no points in the second. No, and that's that was the thing that I think was one of the biggest changes is in the first quarter, FGC was getting to those actions. Yes. Not not just Kendall Spray, but just a bunch of the little things yeah. that they do. Their motion was working, and and you know we've seen Maryland fall into these holes. And then not be able to come back out of them. This time they came back out of them roaring. Yeah. Um, so it, it was super duper impressive. Uh, we'll talk a lot more about Maryland. Obviously, mm -hmm. they get to continue playing. They get to go to Spokane. Yeah. Uh, great for them. Um, you know, I, I, I'm trying to think. I mean, the, the energy here too yeah, was, was really incredible. Good. And, was and the energy was absolutely fantastic. Um, so it brought a lot. So we'll see if they can keep that energy from the stadium heading into Spokane. I do want to talk about some of the other teams that we saw. Sure. Starting with Florida Gulf Coast. I mean, yeah. what a special group that was yeah. as a mid-major. As you, you'll, you'll hear a lot of uh, quote-unquote mid-major talk on her hoop stats this week. But they, they came in. They upset, again, quote-unquote upset uh, Virginia Tech. All right. And they played some great basketball, and in this game, they just you know they didn't have it. But what did you see from FGCU that really impressed you? Heart, heart, and hustle, yeah. and guts. I mean, they're a team that, I mean, they only have one player that that stands six one. Everybody else is five ten mm -hmm. and below. And against this big Maryland team, in terms of their length, size, speed, I, I think it really started wearing them down. Yeah. But I think that that didn't have anything to do with their mental makeup yeah. or their capacity to compete the way that they did all season. I mean, they won 30 games. Mm -hmm. Let's understand that. That's not typical. And when you have a team that has only lost three games, I mean... Yeah. They fought hard, and they knocked off a number five seed and a tough Virginia Tech team by three points. So you knew what they were able yeah. to do or what they were capable of doing. But Carl Semesco, the head coach uh, for the Eagles, said, hey, you know what? 
they took us out of what we wanted to do. So then you have to tip your hat to Maryland for being disruptive defensively, mm -hmm. but with 11 transfers yeah. on the team and Carl Semesco's ability to put that puzzle together and not just put it together, but to operate the way that they were able to all season, beating teams like LSU and beating mm -hmm. teams like Michigan State in a double overtime one-point thriller. I mean, that takes guts. And, you know, they won the regular season title in the A-Sun. They won the tournament mm -hmm. title uh, for the second season in a row. And, I mean, Kirsten Bell. I mean, what a player. Two-time A-Sun player of the year. Going to take her talents to the WNBA. And I know uh, she's going to be magnificent there. But, I mean, just a magical run for a really great team that was selfless, came together for the greater good, um, sacrificed roles mm -hmm. for the success of the team, and, and they found many successes this year. And I think it's going to lead to more transfers, to be honest. I think that this little, yeah. you know, beating Virginia Tech, getting on national stage, because that was the best, one of the best games of the first round, I think it grabs people's attention. You see the way they play this five-out motion offense. It's gorgeous to watch. Uh, when it's working, Maryland really put a stop to that. They did. Um, but you look at the way they play. They look at how many players touch the ball. And you, you mentioned how good Kirsten Bell is, but she's always looking to pass and move and play within the offense. And, you know, again, we're going to talk a lot more about her as a professional prospect later. Just right. As a college player, she was so willing to sacrifice yeah. and you don't see that you don't see that from a lot of players at her level uh, coming especially coming and transferring to a smaller school right. it's hard to find and Kendall Spray as well transferring um, to, to FGCU from a bigger school she had a, a huge impact as well so mm -hmm. I think it's just going to lead this program is going to continue growing um, also we got to mention my girl TK Morehouse <laughs> yeah. unbelievable player that today she had a rough game because of all the length but in the game against Virginia Tech, you know, against a similar, you know, level of team, she was unstoppable. Yeah. Um, so I just, I just think this FGCU program is going to keep going, and I hope to see them on the stage again, and I, I hope they get another chance to get to Sweet 16 because yeah. I think if they get another chance, they're not going to, they're not going to let, they're not going to let this happen. No. Oh, yeah. I mean, they, this was their third crack at it, right, mm -hmm. to get to the Sweet 16, and Carl Smesco said, no, we still have the ability to do that, and and they'll keep working at it. But I think when you're talking about a player like Morehouse, you know, we're talking about health, yeah. and she wasn't necessarily yeah. a, a thousand percent healthy with that plantar fasciitis in her right foot, but, you know, you saw her take mm -hmm. her shoe off uh, midway through the second mm -hmm. half there and, and get some treatment on it and, and came right back in the game and continued to fight. But I think that just... Uh, puts in a nutshell what yeah. this team is is made of in terms of toughness and and not to say well you have to play through injury to display yeah. toughness but I mean that kid I mean I know she was in pain but in that moment she displayed um, a different level of, of toughness that not a lot of people possess to be willing to go out there to be in pain to give everything that you have even if it's 60 percent of the 100 percent that you want to have I mean you, you got to be able to to tip your hat to that and give her some respect I mean she had 19 points nine assists and only one turnover in that Virginia Tech game and was a huge difference maker in that contest with her speed and ability to get downhill. Even today with that plantar fasciitis, uh, eight points, five rebounds, six assists. She also had a really nice finish over Angel Reese, and Angel Reese was playing some of her best defense of the season, so it was really, really impressive. Um, and and, and we'll, we're going to hear more from this FGCU team. I'm, I'm confident yeah. in that. We're going to see them again in the tournament, whether it's next year or going forward. I think they have a great program. Uh, let's talk just a little bit about uh, Virginia Tech. Team who came in here, who came into the season really with some really high expectations, and honestly, they could have reached, um, you know, this level where Maryland is right now. Honestly, mm -hmm. I think they have that much talent. They just got stuck playing a 
quote-unquote 12 seed from the quote-unquote <laughs> mid-major and quote-unquote got upset, right? So right. I, just for Kenny Brooks's squad, I mean, they come in here and they're just they're magnetic. You want to be around this team. So what did you see from them that uh, you know, you're going to take away from this weekend? Elizabeth Kitley. Yeah. <laughs> and her 42. 42. Like, yeah. She just went bananas, especially um, I think she had her 26 of those 42 in the second half alone. I think she was completely amazing and unstoppable down there. And it's just unfortunate that, yeah. uh, that their season had to end the way that it did, playing that tough Florida Gulf Coast team who we talk about all the time about their offense but their defense is pretty amazing as well so I think against Virginia Tech I mean they just couldn't solve that puzzle of getting out to shooters Um, Florida Gulf Coast knocked in 15 threes in that game and and it was a three-pointer that mm-hmm. did them in at the end on an extra pass to the corner um, to see who knocked that in for the uh, extended win. Yeah. You know, it was like you knew it was coming, but then that kind of just sealed the deal. And I just think for Virginia Tech and, and Kenny Brooks, I think, you know, we knew that he was apprehensive about yeah, the style that the Eagles play. But I think, you know, great things on the horizon for that team. I mean, they have a lot of great pieces. They did a tremendous job in the ACC this year, mm-hmm. um, had a lot of great quality wins, so I'm looking for them to build on that next year. Yeah, and we get to talk about Georgia A more next year, <laughs> yeah. which we will, because obviously she's, she's a Gabe fave. Yeah. Um, but I want, you know, Asia Shepard going to be yeah. in the WNBA draft. Yeah. I just want to say, like, whatever happens from here on out for Virginia Tech, and we both think it's going to be good things, yeah. she deserves a ton of credit. She was the building block. She came to that school as a five-star recruit, and they had not been to the to the tournament in a very long time. Mm-hmm. Um, so she deserves she's going to deserve a lot of credit for whatever happens with Virginia Tech. So remember that Asia Shepherd started building this DMV or so we have you know we're we're in College Park. We absolutely have to give her a shot. We have to. Get, oh, she called you coach, right? She did call me coach. She's like, hey, coach, and I was like, wait a minute, I'm not in that space right now. Yeah. But I forgot, you know, she was uh, probably saw. Uh, coaching somewhere yeah. you know South Lakes or something in a tournament or something like that but I forget sometimes which hat <laughs> I have on sometimes it's hi Brianna's mom or hi Jordan's mom you know or hi coach but I'm not in that arena or area but you know you know it's all good yeah no, <laughs> I figured a, a, out Asia um, we're gonna see her in the WNBA and yeah, yeah. I mean, we'll, we'll see where she ends up I think she's gonna she has a chance to sneak into that first round we'll talk about more of that in the in the <laughs> mock draft uh, one more team we got mentioned Delaware I came away super impressed with their program, how they carry themselves, um, how they came in here, and you know they did lose to Maryland. It was a third-point game. That does happen sometimes, but yeah. I, I think the way they carried themselves and how proud, and they left here with their heads held high because they accomplished some great things in the Colonial Athletic Conference, and it's another team that I hope we can see again here in the tournament at some point because I, I think, you know, yeah. Uh, Coach there is is building something very special there in New York. She is. I mean, I just think that they had great discipline. They just didn't have all mm-hmm. the, the pieces running well at the same time against a really tough Maryland team. And I think the length of Maryland in both of the games that they won here to mm-hmm. advance to the Sweet 16, I think that was incredibly disruptive oh, defensively. And, yes, offensively they can create mismatches. Mm-hmm. They do a great job of getting the ball inside. Maryland scored 54 points in the paint in that game against Delaware. So, I mean, there are ways that Maryland can disrupt you and, and attack you offensively, but don't sleep on what they are no. able to do defensively with all their length and speed and mm-hmm. size. And I just think that um, even with all of that factored in, I think that Delaware really competed hard. I think they really 
did a tremendous job of not quitting, even when yep. they were down by a lot of points. You, you see teams' body language change. For sure. Didn't see that with Delaware. So kudos to Natasha Adair and what she's been able to do there at Delaware going into now her sixth season next mm -hmm. year. And I think you're just going to continue to see great things from that program. Yeah, and that was the first time in the tournament since uh, Elena Deladon left. Mm -hmm. And it, they were brought there really by Jasmine Dickey, um, who will be in the WNBA draft, mm -hmm. another player that we'll talk about a little bit more when we get closer <laughs> to draft time. Um, but, you know, she deserves a ton of credit as well, like I was talking about with Asia Shepard. She got this program back uh, to the tournament, and I hope that we see them here again because they, they are building something special there. Um, so obviously we had a bunch of other results. You know, Iowa went down in the in the second round to Man. Creighton. Uh, All-time story there that we'll have to get into. That we, you know, we all have, we have to get home and eat. How much time we have? <laughs> because wow, we Creighton. Wow. And then uh, Miami in South Carolina. Miami. Hey. If 49-33 was the final score, not quite the offensive show we got in this one from Maryland, but uh, you know, I'm still really proud of the Canes. Yeah. But we will, we'll talk all about that uh, later this week in court. So I just wanted to wrap up here from uh, College Park. It was a lovely weekend, right? We had a great time. It was fantastic. Sitting with you at practices yes. and games and things like that. Oh my gosh, so much fun just to be in the arena with the fans, with you, yeah. doing a podcast here, actually courtside. Actually like, courtside. Pff, like, <laughs> mind blown. Love it. Love it, love it, love it. But we're going to bring you all things NCAA tournament, upcoming WNBA draft, and all things women's hoops on the next episode of Courtside with Christy and Gabe right here on the Her Hoop Stats Podcast Network. So until next time, we're going to be right here courtside. <laughs> we're just going to be sitting here. <laughs> we're just going to be sitting, sitting here. here. Yeah, we'll we'll see ahead. you guys next weekend. Yeah, we'll see you guys later. Let's jump into Peppa's world of play. Look for spring flowers, hunt for muddy puddles, and bravely explore exciting places with Peppa play sets. Peppa Pig, inspiring kid confidence.